Hi, welcome to Stolen Lunches Podcast. We're so excited that you're tuning in. We are going to dive into our cool couples virtual Bible study. And this one's all about the power of prayer. Are you praying over your spouse? And what are some prayer triggers and prayer alarms that you can set to stop down and pray at any moment in your life? Let's dive in. I was astonished when I said, when I read it. The divorce rate between couples in the church and couples out the church is the same thing. That's deep. I want to let that marinate for a minute. The divorce rate between couples that are in the church and couples that are out of church are neck and neck. But I love that she brought up prayer because the divorce rate between couples who pray together and couples that don't pray together is completely different. That's good. See, just because you're in the church, are going to church every Sunday, everybody that say hallelujah ain't really connected to God. Right. That's good. What does your walk look like on a day-to-day basis? And I would say, what does it look like when no one's watching? This is the real stuff right here. Like you can go to church, we see you on Sunday, you know, you're helping in the volunteer thing, but what about when no one's watching? It's just you and your spouse. Yeah, yeah. What does it look like in those alone times, right? Where no one's holding you accountable, but yeah. you. Yeah. So wrapping up our third point was we're, we're talking about praying together, all right? And I believe that there is power in coming together and pray. Yeah, it's one thing to, to pray, you know, when they're not around, but when you touch and agree, if you're taking uh, notes tonight, Matthew 8, 18 and 20 says, know this one. Where two or three. Where two or three yes. that are gathered in my name, there am I in the midst. So what that says is where two come together, touching and agreeing. Yep. See, now we in agreement. And that messed the devil up because the devil wants divisiveness and the enemy wants to separate. But when you come together on one accord and agree, and here's the power in it. When you touch and agree, and I want to pull up Cornell. Hold on, where'd they go? Did they leave? No, he's right there. I see him. I see him. Where they at? Point to him. Cornell. Talk on on it, Fly. Talk on it. Is that? Hey, the whole time I'm looking at everybody on this Zoom call countenance. I'm looking at your countenance on the whole time Tony and Burnell was talking, and I'm looking at the couples that are like this. I'm looking at the couples that are like this. (laughs) But the whole time, Brother, I got to commend y'all because the whole time they was connected y'all like this. One. I yes. said, look, at it's something about touching yes. and freeing. That gives no room to the enemy. When you, you touch your spouse, there are many mornings that uh, I wake up at around 4.35 o'clock. And yeah, before I leave. 5.30, stop. You're lying. Don't lie. 5.30, you push the snooze about five times. You've never gotten up at 4.30 in the morning ever. When I wake up at five o'clock, <laughs> five twenty-five, I'll give him that. <laughs> I'll make a good point. He ain't, about to, start, he ain't about to start lying now. Five thirty, <laughs> sir. At five, I gotta be gone by five thirty. You take a five-minute shower, <laughs> and you know you your spirit is four thirty. Your spirit wakes up at four thirty. Your spirit wakes up at four thirty. He's never, not one time, never got. My up point up. is. Anyway. When I wake up early in the morning before my wife's feet touch the ground, 
I'm praying over her. And often there are many times that I lay my hands on her mm -hmm. and I'm praying over her. Why? Because that is what God has called me to do as a husband and as a man, to steward this relationship that I got with my wife. So now those moments that I go to God and pray over her coming together, the enemy, he has little room to attack our marriage throughout the day because I'm already armed. And we do know that prayer is part of our armor that we gotta arm ourselves with daily, right? So it's power in touching, it's power in coming together. And here's the thing, um, did you wanna talk about that? Yeah, I wanted to thank you. <laughs> thank you, wow, that's never happened before that he's let me talk. Um, so the one thing about me and Fly Ty is we met working together. So we were just friends for a long, co-workers first, then became friends and then started dating. She wanted me. <laughs> and the one, real. the one thing that he always says is, <clears throat> he said when it switched for him, sorry, I'm trying to let somebody in and I can't get it, right. you can do it. Um, the one He said the one thing that switched for him is he said, when I prayed, because we would pray before we would go out on the court. We work for the, the NBA, the Charlotte Hornets, and we would pray before we would go out on the court all the time. But he said this one particular time, I was praying, and he said, and he opened his eyes and looked up, and he was like, this woman prays, right? And so I always remember that in my head, but I'll be honest for any woman that's on, I think the most handsome thing and the most beautiful thing my husband does is pray. The most beautiful thing, it's not the money in the bank, it's not the car he drives. It's not him doing the dishes or not. But there is something that is so absolutely fine and handsome about my husband when he gets on his knees and puts his hands on me and prays on me at 5.30 in the morning before he even leaves the house. And he does that every single morning, every single morning. So there is something beautiful. There is something powerful when you know that God is going to the creator first before he even steps out of the house over me so think about the things that you're doing in your life how are you going to god first for your spouse how are you stopping down what are the things that you guys are doing day to day and if you're not doing something it's okay because today is the day that we start something new and that's why mm. we wanted to talk about prayer for the beginning of 2021 because we really want us to be covering one another covering one another for this year and and what i as mm. as i pray over him and he prays over me, yeah i'm asleep sometimes you know when he's praying over me but we also want to talk about praying together because there is something beautiful when you're going to god and saying god cover my spouse god you know what we're going through you know what he's dealing with god make a way for him but there is something very powerful when you both when there's two people standing in agreement before god it is it it is so yeah. it is done in the name of Jesus. So I want to talk about building a habit. And, and as we wrap up, we're going to give you some practical ways that you can build that yeah, habit. we can start. Like start some doing. realistic, just practical stuff that we can do. So when we talk about prayer and coming together with your spouse or praying for your spouse, mm -hmm. how often are you doing it? That's the question that I put on the table. Not for you to answer in, in this moment, but just think about how many times do I really pray over my wife yeah. or my husband? Or when was the last time? Or when was the last time that I prayed for them? Okay. 
I mean, really went to God and had a conversation because prayer is just a conversation, right? Yeah. It's communication between us and God. This is what scripture says. I'll give you another one in John 10 and 27. It says, my sheep know my yeah. voice. Yeah. I'm gonna say that again. I'm, I'm gonna just use that one part right there. My okay. sheep know my voice. Have somebody ever called you? Hello? Hey, how you doing? Uh, um, I'm good. How you? Who it? Who it is? <laughs> the next thing come out of your mouth is who? Who is this again? Who this? <laughs> I don't have the number saved. Yeah, I, I don't have the number saved. If the number's not in your phone, yeah, that's because that person that's on the other end has lost communication with you, and you don't even recognize their voice. They don't check in often. But the person who you make a habit of talking to on a day-to-day -day basis. Can call you from any number at any, any time. <laughs> Jesus on the main line, uh -huh. tell him what That's you cool. want. <laughs> call up and tell him. That's only for my wrong. old school church. He taught church. me that, Ty taught me that. I didn't know it, he taught me that. You can start 69 <laughs> him, tell him what you want. Oh, he got caller ID, tell him, okay, all right. <laughs> Is that a remix version? Yeah, that's the remix. Okay, you do know he got call ID. <laughs> But my point in saying that is, how often are you communicating with God on your spouse's behalf? Yeah. And here is the thing, if you don't get nothing else tonight, you got to get this. When we're praying to God concerning our spouse, we're not praying that God would change them. So good. We're praying that God would change us. And I wanna put a- Wait, hold on. So Put a pause there because I got to shout. I got to shout on that one. Literally, there's so many times that um, us ladies will say, I want to pray. God just need to do something with my husband. God just need to change that man. God just need to. No, we, we're not praying to control the situation. We're actually praying to give control to God to release control, to release every little thing that you like or that you don't like to God so that God can move in and God can change things the way he sees fit. Because sometimes the change is in, is in us yeah. that needs to happen, yeah. not them. But when we're praying and we're like, oh God, do this, oh God, do this. The prayer is really saying, God, I want to release control. Come on. I want to give it all to you. So I'm asking you to intervene. I'm, I'm sending these things to you that I'm seeing but God, I'm praying for insight. God, can you help to open my eyes so I understand why he's doing these things, why he's feeling this way. A lot of what the proctor said about, you know, there's, there, you know, thinking things or saying things, but meaning something else. God, I don't want him to speak in a way that I will understand, but God, open my eyes so I understand what he means when he says, when he says these things. Mm. God, take me back to the root of of where did that stem from, from his childhood. So it's it's really going to God to say, do something in me so I can be a better helpmate for him. That's so good. Have you ever considered you get that God is trying yeah. to do something through you? Yeah. I'll give you an example of what I mean. I hate it when my wife is late. Like I, I have to wait on her. Just let me go here with this. Many of you what? may, many of you may have experienced this. I'm but have, you ever, have, you, have you ever considered that God may be trying to work patience in you? 
So instead of saying, God, make my wife on time, or let her be ready, how about I need to start praying, God, give me more patience. Oftentimes, God is trying to do something within us through our spouse. Woo! I'm going to say that again. There are many times that God may be trying to do something through you, through your spouse. Yeah. I, 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 let me make this one point. I prayed and asked God for wisdom, yep. and he gave me a wife. Yeah, I think the best thing I ever heard was when they said, um, your spouse will be your mirror. Your spouse will become your mirror. And what I mean is, um, you know, we got little quirks with us. We're not perfect, y'all. Like, you know, some of us may go off the handle. Some of us may, you know, um, Rennell Early was doing the hand. She was like, you better this. Like some of we, we, we are work in progress, okay? We're not perfect. But I'm gonna tell you what, your spouse will, will bring out those imperfections. Your spouse will see that and call that out. Your spouse will do that time and time again and come down your street of the little things that you're trying to be, you're trying to work on. My spouse, um, Ty has called me out on my greediness, on my selfishness, on my meanness, on my everything. Like these things that I'm working on that I think that I've dealt with and come a long way and he'll call it right out, right? And so your spouse, when we say, I need you to help me, sometimes the help doesn't always come in beautiful, fluffy flowers. It comes in calling out that dirt so that God can actually do some cleanup in it. So God could kind of start to work those things out of you when we fill it up with the love and the peace and the joy and the fruit of the Holy Spirit that God's trying to fill in there. Because you may be saying, God, why does this bother me so bad? You got to look in, yeah. It starts with self-examination. Yep. Let's look on the inside. Well, God, what can you do through me? What can you do through me? <clears throat> a couple more points and I'm done. Prayer, praying together, places both of you guys on the same level. Now we're here. Now we're in agreement. Now I'm not here trying to pull a person up or they're not here trying to pull me up. <laughs> now we're in agreement on the same page. And I like what Tony and Vernell said that now we're fighting together. It's too much stuff that we gotta face out there than to be fighting each other in here, right? Instead of like this. Like this. We're supposed to be. This like is this. how we doing, like that. Back to back, so fighting the world, that's not right. fighting each other. And the glue that's gonna hold that all together is the it's, power of prayer. prayer. Mm -hmm. So when we are praying with our spouse, I do wanna read this, we're praying for God to change us. We're praying for healing, for admiration, for humility, and willingness to do better. Let that be our prayer. <clears throat> Let that be our prayer. So three quick practical things that you can do, and I will hope that you guys will write these down, is, um, and if you've been in the Bible study before, you guys have been rocking with us for a while. You've probably heard of two of these, but I got a new one tonight. The first one is trigger words. You want to explain what a trigger word is? So this is part of your homework tonight as far as the biblical side, as far as our Bible study side. Um, we will have some other fun homework for you guys, but this is between you and your spouse, you and your person. So the first thing, it's called a prayer trigger. So tonight, I want you guys to come up with something. It's something you see. It's something you hear. And when you see that thing, you both will know that at that moment, I need to pray. And what I mean is maybe you guys decide
that a red light is a prayer trigger for you guys. Hey, I see you. Is that Marquise? Marquise and Ashley Fitch. I saw his face. I, I hope I'm saying your name right. Um, so next time you're at a red light, if that's what you guys decide, that is your time to pray. And you guys can decide to pray over your marriage, pray over your family, or you <coughs> say in this prayer, in this particular prayer trigger, I only pray for my spouse. So a prayer trigger can be when I, when someone sneezes, I've had other families say, when we hear ambulances, when we hear the sirens or something, that's a prayer trigger. So you and your spouse tonight come up with a prayer trigger. What is that thing? Is it when someone sneezes, someone wears a red shirt, red hat, something, whatever it is. But when we see that, we both know it's a thing between us. And again, because this is a partnership. So you want to do things that's just between you two. And you guys see it or hear it or whatever, feel it, taste it, whatever. And you know, this is a prayer trigger. And him and I are currently praying right now. I remember when the word turn up was real popular a few years ago. That was our first That prayer. was our prayer yeah, trigger. That was our, so <laughs> people be up. like, oh, we going to turn up tonight. We going to turn up. And we just look at each other. And we would like, look at each other and just start it's, praying. It's time to pray. They would yeah. look at us like we crazy. Like, are they praying in front of us right now? <laughs> we were praying. True story. Real story. You know, because everybody's like, oh, we about to get lit. Turn up, turn up. And we'd be like, excuse me, y'all. We got to pray. <laughs> a couple times we actually asked them to pray. And we prayed right then. We really, really did. But that was a, a prayer trigger for us. So yeah. what will be your prayer trigger for 2021? Something that you see, something that you experience that reminds you to pray. And here's why. The reason why is because as we were joking with Fly Tie earlier about hitting the snooze and this and that, life happens. We got kids, you got jobs, you're traveling, it's COVID, it's all this stuff. We don't always have time to pray, right? And think about it now, like with COVID and, and all this craziness, y'all, we're working from home, you're doing home, you know, teaching from home, virtual learning, all this type of stuff. Like the day gets away from you. A prayer trigger is an opportunity to literally jolt you and stop you at any point, at any time, and inject prayer. Stolen lunches means to steal away and be fed by God. Stolen lunches, we're stealing time back to be fed spiritually. So these prayer triggers are moments that come out of nowhere, but it, it stops us to be like, let me go to God right now. And so when him and I would do it, we literally set certain times that we would, I would only pray for him in our marriage. We didn't pray for everything else under the sun. There was a specific time in the day that I'm called to only pray for him. Yeah, so- and We'll talk about that next. So that she went right into my second point. The second practical thing that you guys could do is set a prayer alarm in your phone. One thing about us, we always have these devices on us. Y'all got them close to you right now. <clears throat> Pull up. If you got your phone close to you, put your phone. You're probably put your phone in the zone. It or it's close by. Put your phone so, in the zone. Exactly. See? Exactly. All y'all got them in your hands right now. Prayer so trigger. It's close by you. Use it. So what we decided a while ago is because we always have these devices, when an alarm goes off, it's a reminder to us to do something, right? So put an alarm in your phone on a daily basis uh, at a certain time. I know for us, my favorite scripture is Romans 8 and 28. So I use 8 a.m. to pray for my wife. And it just says prayer alarm in my calendar. Uh, uh, a few years ago, it was hers. It's the 23rd Psalm. Mm -hmm. And it was 1123. So, so mine still goes off. So every every day at 1123, when my alarm goes off, wherever I am, sometimes I can only, you know, 
say a short prayer. Sometimes I'm actually able to stop down. And again, that is my time to pray and cover my husband. And so I just think it's something beautiful. Um, me and him both had the same time at one point, which was really beautiful because we may be passing each other in the house or something and we would just, or we'd call each other right after to be like, did you pray, did you this? So you guys can set a time that's together or you can find a different time that's just for you. But again, there's power in both of you guys coming together and it's a, it's a jolt in the middle of the day. I mean, guys, we're going to work on time. We're having these meetings on time, but to really be able to show up and pray and cover your spouse together, no matter where you are, what you're doing, that's powerful. That's really powerful. <clears throat> and I love it because sometimes at her prayer time, I would just send the emojis of the prayer hands just to let her know, look, I'm praying for you. Mm -hmm. You know, are you praying for me doing it right now? Because I know your alarm went off. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm going to need yeah. you to pray. So here's the third thing. And this one I'm really, really excited about. Um, <laughs> the third thing. So number one was a trigger Decide word. On a prayer trigger. Prayer trigger. What was number two? Um, set a prayer <coughs> alarm. And it could be, you know, separate times if, that, if that's what you guys want or one together. But this is for you to commit to for 2021. Um, we're starting off with prayer being the foundation of your marriage and you how are you going to cover your spouse how are you going to cover your marriage in this season and this is uh a scripture that has just been on my heart and you you guys probably heard them joking me about it it's uh came from Habakkuk uh, I know I'm saying it wrong <laughs> I don't care I said the book wrong y'all know but the book though y'all know what I'm talking about y'all know it the scripture says, write the vision, make, make it plain, plain. Yes. and it will not tarry. Amen. When you write it down, it shall go forth and Amen. accomplish that which what it was set forth to do. God commands us to write the written word. It's something special about writing stuff down, right? Because you often can get your thoughts on paper. You can see it, you can feel it, you can actually touch it. And I think it's power when you write things down, you give a, a special anointing over that thing. Um, so this is your homework tonight. I want you to write a prayer for your spouse. There's some things that, that you may forget to say that you wanted to say to God when you just talking in conversation. But it's something like writing a love letter to somebody. Yeah. You get but you're it all writing it, out. But you're writing it to God. You're writing that love letter to yes. God on behalf yes. of your spouse. Yes. So I want you to write a prayer for your wife, husbands. Yeah. Wives, write a prayer for your man. Yeah. Not only do I want you to write your prayer, but it's a prayer that I want you to be able to share with them. After they read it, post it up somewhere. It could be in your closet when you're getting dressed in the morning. It could be be behind the door. But after you write that prayer down, I want you to cut it out and put it up somewhere in your house. Maybe your prayer closet. Maybe your prayer closet. But when you walk past that place, that's an opportunity for you to pray that prayer over your spouse. Write the prayer down. Yeah. Prayer for my wife, prayer for my husband. And it's something about just putting it up where you can see it. Yeah, Flyty came home earlier today <clears throat> and he actually had, he sent me like this long, like it, like this, right? And I was like, what is this? I'm not reading all this. And when I started to get into it, it was, um, 
a prayer um, for him to cover me. And I'm just going to read the first couple, like maybe the first little paragraph, just so you could feel the power in it. But when you really start to pour your heart out and to, and to say, God, cover these areas and I give these to you and, and, and use God's word, like God's word, that's his promise to you. So when you say, God, you said in your word, these things, it says, Lord, thank you for sending such an incredible partner, best friend and wife next to your grace. Her love is the greatest gift in my life. That's husband for a while. Yeah. Husband for, yeah. I'm just reading a little okay. bit of it. I know. Go ahead. Please never let me take her for granted. Help me to love, cherish, respect, adore, protect her the way that she deserves. I know she's not only my wife, she's your daughter. You've trusted me to be her husband. So please help me to love her the way that you love her. Being willing to lay down my life for her the way you have done for us. And that was just one small paragraph. But imagine being able to see your husband's words that cover you up every single day in the bathroom, just like... To, it's just a reminder. Maybe if you guys are feeling a little, not really feeling each other sometimes, that prayer will change things. That'll take you right back to the core of who you are and why God brought you guys together. So it's one thing to spend that quality time and just pouring that out to God. But Ty is right to be able to take that and to post it somewhere where you can see it as a reminder every day. I promise you it will do wonders in your marriage. Now I'm going to read just a little bit of the wives prayer for prayer for the husbands, just a little bit of it. Lord, I thank you for my husband. Thank you for the, uh, you creating him in your image. You designed him for greatness and strength. God, please give my husband the joy of knowing true wisdom and knowing how to follow good counsel. Help him distinguish between your life-giving truth and the enemy's destructive dece deception. God, I pray that my husband will read your word daily Make him eager to meet you and hear your voice. Make him more hungry for you than anything else in, in his life. Help him to meditate on the scriptures all the days of his life so that his spirit can be refreshed and his thinking renewed and his life transformed. That's just a small portion the wives prayer for their husbands. So in your own words, write it down, write it down. Write a prayer down for your, your wise men and vice versa women. And I, I just wanted to close with, with this final <clears throat> thing. Sometimes we, we always assume that we're all prayer warriors here and that it's easy to just grab your spouse's hand and just start praying out loud. Um, I know for me, if, if you are at all like me, it was a really a real scare at the beginning when I went from only praying to myself to for the first time praying out loud. So the writing it down part may be really helpful in your relationship to write it down and maybe read it and start there. If, if prayer, praying out loud and praying together is something that you guys have not quite done yet. And another thing that I would consider the prayer alarms will really help because if you guys are choosing a time together, but praying separately, take it to God. God, help to give us a voice to pray these words out loud to one another. Give us the strength and the confidence to do it scared. Because um, if this is for you, and I'm speaking to someone here tonight that I feel that may say, you guys are talking about prayer, but that's not something that we do. And we're both kind of scared and we don't know what to say or do. It's really just a conversation with God. And when you take that first step, it'll be scary out of your <coughs> mind. And I remember my hands were shaking like this and sweaty and I was so scared to pray. But once you do it and you and you do it over and over again, you really see the beautiful intimacy that 
it's just you sharing your heart and there's no right or wrong way to do it at the beginning stages. So just share your heart, but to be able to hold hands with the person who you love, with the person who God created for you is a real powerful thing. And I hope that you can feel that and experience that because you deserve that in your, in your walk every single day. Well, thank you guys for tuning in tonight. We really want to honor Say something really quick. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yes, please. Um, a book that might help those who are new at praying for their husband or their wife. It's um, by Stormy Omartian, I think it's her name. The Power of a Praying Husband and a Power of a Praying Wife. There's like templates and that is a great place to start and it really, really helps. So. so you are right on time. I'm so glad, Angie. Thank you so much for saying that. So what I wanted to share with you guys tonight is that moving forward, so this is a very special time. We have been in prayer. We have an entire Cool Couples leadership team. We meet bi-weekly planning things for us for the year. We want this to grow into the hundreds and the thousands and have people from all over the U.S. to be able to pop in. Um, but what we're going to start doing starting next month, so the last Tuesday uh, of February, we are going to now do a breakout session. So what that means is we'll come to Bible study together. And as you see, a lot of us have our names, Flytie and Jacinda, Charles and Sameta. If you guys can kind of do that so we can all get to know one another, one another, just have your names in the beginning. But what we're going to do after we do Bible study together and have some fun stuff together, we're going to go into breakout sessions where the wives will be in one room. And the, and the husbands will be in another room. And again, this is cool couples. So a lot of us are married. Some of us are in a relationship soon to be in on your way. And so just know that we are get, you are walking into that name. We are speaking it as it is so. So when we say wives, you are coming with us over there, okay? Because you are having these conversations and surrounding yourself with other women because you will be in that space and you're preparing yourself for that. So this is really the place we should have been when we were dating, right? But when we go into our separate breakout rooms, the first book that we all will be covering is that book exactly, The Power of a Praying Wife, and the men will be covering The Power of a Praying Husband. So for all of us tonight, if you guys can drop it in the chat. Um, Kedra's showing it. Kedra, can Kedra's you show it, show it, put it, yeah, in your camera? That's it right Kedra's there. Kedra's showing it, but if anyone could drop it in, maybe drop the Amazon link if you want. I went ahead and got the audio because I'm an audio girl. But for all of us, um, especially the ladies, the men may do something a little bit different. But for all of our wives tonight, I want you guys to get through the first part of the book into chapter one. And that's where we will pick up um, when we meet in February. So what we're going to do when we <clears throat> all meet together, just come on like normal. But right around eight, eight o'clock is when we'll have you bring that cell phone in and someone will log on separately. And that's when we'll probably take about five minutes to have your husband's log on on a separate account. We'll have the husbands go in one room. All the yeah. women will stay here. Yep, the flowers got it. What up y'all? Nico and Janice, hey guys. So all of us, this is a book. Maybe you've read it two or three times. Maybe you haven't had it before, but this will be our foundation for starting off the year and going through it. And just the reminder for some of us that are prayer warriors and pray all the time, we can't have enough of it. So we're going to walk through this together. And the difference is that we are doing it together, locking arms with one another and really sharing the breakthroughs that are happening in our lives. I know some of us with this COVID stuff, it's been hard. Some of us have probably been like, we, I don't think we're going to make it through. But with prayer and with coming together, having all of us ladies collectively praying over that situation, there's nothing God can't do. 
There's nothing God can't do. And the enemy, all he wants is to come in and separate. He doesn't like family. He doesn't like unity. He doesn't like marriage. So it's up to us to stand firm and to stand strong in prayer. Thank you so much for tuning in to our Stolen Lunches podcast. That is our Cool Couples Bible Study. You can tune in at any time. Every Tuesday and Thursday, we have virtual Bible studies. Log on to StolenLunches.org to check out our calendar and sign up.